Hello, and welcome to Being KB with me, Kaylee Booth. I'm here to be your bestie when your bestie's not here, and hopefully you feel a little less alone. Enjoy the episode. Have you ever met a woman that just consistently judges other women and it's always for the pettiest shit i have some women i know that they they always judge women's clothes or life choices or whatever and it is the weirdest like self-hating fucked up shit ever because i don't understand it there are plenty of people and women specifically that do things that I wouldn't do, um, whether it's a job or when to have kids or whatever. Like I wouldn't get married at 21 and have kids right away. But if somebody wants to do that and as long as they're like happy and stable and seem fine with it, like they weren't forced into it, then... What, like, why are we to judge them? And even so, even if they were pressured into it or, you know, whatever, a lot of people will be like, well, they're just doing it because they feel like they have to. Fine. So be it. Let them do that if they feel that way. And if they get stuck in a life they don't end up really liking, that's none of my business. Literally 0% my business. I just feel like women are really, really bitchy to each other. And this has kind of been a thing since, like, I don't know, early 2000s, mid-2000s, where they made jokes about it, like the movie Mean Girls. There's been a lot of jokes about how mean women are to each other, especially teenage girls always being mean to each other. But the reality is that hasn't changed. And I feel like this podcast is going to get me a lot of hate because we're in this world of oh women supporting women and everybody supporting each other but it's fake like it's not real and that's even true with any kind of social movement is everybody says they're on board until it changes their life in some way so you know black lives matter couple years ago when george floyd was murdered everybody was like fuck yeah i'm going to the the marches i'm going to participate i'm going to donate but how many people continually donate to blm or then aacp or whoever or even how many of these people specifically go out of their way to buy black owned or how many of them even think about it at all now that it's not in the news and on social media constantly So there is just a lot of this showboating. I've been using the word showboating a lot lately, but it's true. It's a lot of, oh, we support each other. We support women. But the reality is women, and I feel this, women of a certain age, probably millennials and above, I want to say. Gen Z might not feel so much, but even maybe them. But millennials and above feel really competitive with each other because they don't think there's space for everybody. And people feel this way about every 
you know, every different race, every different type of person, people feel like there's not enough room for everybody. New jobs are being created all the time. And if anything, robots are taking your jobs. But there is this thought in our country that there's just not enough to go around. Not enough for everyone to have. So the the idea that we go and make fun of somebody for having kids when they're 21 or whatever makes even less sense to me because you feel competitive with them if they're in your field or if you work with them. But then if they go and have kids, you feel like you're doing something wrong because you're comparing yourself to them and you're like, oh, well, I don't even have a boyfriend and so I'm not going to get married and have kids for however many more years and I really want kids, I want it all. And then you see them happy with their kids and you're like, fuck, even more annoyed. Or you see them unhappy with their kids and you're like, ha, see, I knew it. But it's this insecurity that we never think we're good enough or we never think what, we never feel good about our decisions. And I think this kind of goes back to how boys and girls are raised differently. And I talked about it with Thomas a bit on the car talk episode about how boys are really forced to make decisions and it's and women are just supposed to be go with the flow, make everybody happy. So now as adults, we feel our decision making is just not good enough or we don't feel confident in our decision making. We almost don't think we're we know what we want because we're so worried about other people. And it's so funny. I'm like, I know what I want to eat all the time. Unless I literally just have no craving or, or I'm just like, actually like, oh, I'll eat anything. I know what I want. I'm like, yeah, I could slam a burger right now from Emily Burger. She's called Emily's, I think. I could slam that burger right now. But that's what I'm saying. I know what I want to eat. And the only reason I don't is because I feel like if you don't want what I want, then I'm going to feel guilty and I'm forcing you to get what I want. Even though I'll do what you want a lot and I'll be unhappy with it. But I'm not going to show you that or tell you that. So it just makes no sense to me that women shit on each other and then they feel competitive and they feel insecure about their decisions. So then they'll be assholes to each other. But then if they make the same decisions, they feel weirdly competitive with each other. And it really just doesn't make any sense. And I see it in myself. There are women I know or friends I have that I genuinely feel a bit insecure around. And I had to sit back and think, like, why do I feel insecure? And I realized the people that I feel least insecure around are people that we just do totally different things or I know they're not competing with me or I know that they relate to me in some way. And the women that I feel most, I don't know, the women I feel things about, it's because they're A, doing something totally different than me. And it's not in a way that I'm like, oh yeah, they're doing, they're going to med school. I don't want to do that. I think I could do that, but I don't want to. It's usually the women that I literally can't do what they're doing, Um, whether that's getting married young or being a stay-at-home mom. Like, genuinely, I wish I could do that, and maybe one day I could, but I think I just have a lot of money anxiety, so I don't think I could do that. And it's not even, it's not that I hate them for doing that, it's that I feel a, a jealousy of 
of not being able to live that way. So then I have to be a judgy bitch and be mean to them. So I feel that is a, that is a type of woman that I feel a bit insecure around or about. Um, a big one is women who put a lot of effort into their looks because I've done it and it's exhausting and I can't do it all the time. And especially as an adult, I used to get ready for high school and do my hair and do my makeup and do all this stuff. And it's just so exhausting. And I don't know how women do it every day all the time. There are women out there that literally put on makeup to go to the grocery store or do their hair every single day and look good. Influencers and models and all these people. And I just cannot do it. And so then I feel less than because I'm I'm like, oh, I can't do that. Or, you know, they might actually just be genuinely better looking and then we all feel a little jealous of that because I think all of us would be happy to be a little more attractive and then there's people in the world that just act in a different way than I do and I want to be more like that and then I get annoyed like I had this girl live with me temporarily for like a very very short amount of time and she was always so fucking peppy And I did not like her. And I was trying to dig into why I didn't like her. And part of it was because she was, like, very oblivious and she seemed really nice, but she actually wasn't very conscientious of other people's space or anything. She was just oblivious, honestly, which I hated. But part of it was also because the idea that people thought she was nice... And, like, I felt that I knew the reality. Like, I felt she was tricking people or being fake. And I think being fake is just, like, my be-all, end-all. Like, I cannot handle when people are fake. I hate that. Just be a bitch in my face. Like, do not be... And I actually don't think this person was mean. I just think they were totally oblivious, which made them very annoying to live with temporarily. But I... Yeah, just completely oblivious. Like, I'm annoyed just thinking about her. But I was annoyed that she came off as this, like, peppy, positive, happy person because I come off as a very pessimistic person. My family, I should say, tells me I'm negative, so I always feel really negative and not good enough and not positive enough. Which, honestly, I Adam Grant has made me feel so good about being a pessimist. And I don't even think I'm a pessimist. I think I'm a realist. But even if I am a pessimist, it is a necessary part of society to have pessimism so I'm cool with that position at this point but I do still have some of that childhood insecurity about not being positive and peppy and bubbly enough like it goes along with the the positive peppy bubbly Addison Rae like Addison Rae is a prime example I was like I hate this girl and I was looking at her and I was like she's a fucking child like why do I hate her why am I being so rude about this And I was thinking about it, and I just was like, oh, it's me being insecure. I was like, I have no reason to hate her. I have no reason to hate her. I, she is literally not in my life. She is a bad actress, which I'll stand by, and I don't think she's super talented, but she is beautiful, and... She has a good body. She has a good face. She's really beautiful. Like, I get why people like her. But she does all the things that I don't feel like I can do. So I feel insecure. 
And the reality is I shouldn't be comparing myself. I am a very different person than somebody that is 20-whatever, 21, and does silly dances on TikTok. I would have never put myself out there that way. I Doing this podcast is putting myself out there a lot. I, I don't put myself out there in that way for everyone to see. I'll do it in person, but nobody's recording it for... So in 10 years, I can be embarrassed about it, you know? Uh, I don't put myself out there in that way, and I don't make... I don't try to doll myself out up and look a certain way, and I naturally don't look that way. So, obviously, there is some insecurity there, but I don't even want to do those things. Like, the truth of the matter is that I don't want to dance on TikTok. I don't want to be... I mean, I do want to be beautiful, but I don't want to be famous for being beautiful I think I would feel very insecure about other things I wouldn't feel good about that and the reality is I would rather have my personality and my brain than look like Addison Wright or whatever so I it's a it's this comparison that's not even really making sense because as much as I am jealous of a lot of the life that she is living. I'm jealous that she can afford a house. I'm jealous that she has accessibility to things that I don't have because she's beautiful. I am not jealous of the other things that she has to do to get that. I would rather do things I enjoy and make money off of that. And eventually, and be, I would rather do things I enjoy and be not as rich as Addison Ray is and not able to do whatever I want all the time than to go do things that I hate to be as rich as Addison Ray. Like, if I, if she likes doing that, great. Then she's doing some, something she likes and she's rich. That's fucking awesome. I'm hella jealous of those people. I think there's plenty of actors and singers and all these people that do something they love and they make a lot of money at it and it's awesome. I would love to do that. But I'm not going to do something I hate to get rich. That's just not who I am. That's not at the core of who I am. And that's great. And knowing that about myself helps me realize like, oh, I'm feeling this sort of jealousy or insecurity because of this 21-year-old that everyone thinks is really hot. And so I have to be mean about it. I have to be like, oh, you guys don't really see what I see. You don't see that her for who she truly is. But the reality is we do see, we all see the same thing. She's a beautiful girl. Whether we think she's talented or not, she's doing something. Because as easy as it is to be like, oh, all these TikTokers or all these YouTubers just look hot online. Yeah. But they're they're doing something to look hot online and or they are naturally hot and they're putting themselves out there because maybe the world told them that they were great all the time. I mean, there's plenty of people who they've done studies that there is a confidence thing. And if you're confident, people just assume you're more capable and you're better for leadership positions. And we know that's not true, but people do assume that. So Addison Rae, maybe because she's always been beautiful, 
she was like, oh, yeah, people want to see me online. And all of a sudden she's rich because she had the confidence to put herself out there. And it may not even really be something she did, but uh, it's because of who she is. And maybe she'll be the one to handle it better than the rest of us. You know, I don't think I would handle fame well at all. I'm a very sensitive person. If people were mean to me online, I would be very upset. So you just have to put it into perspective as to why you're feeling these things. Because it's so easy to innately hate people for something you don't have or be jealous. And it's even worse for women doing it to women. And my boyfriend likes to say that women hate each other, but it's not... It's not a hate, it's a learned jealousy, a learned competitiveness. I have friends that, and I kind of went off on a tangent, but it, it is this thing I, I feel jealous about. I feel jealous when people can do things I can't do. And it feels more poignant when it's a woman that has lived a semi-similar life to me. Like if a woman from inner city who is poor who raise kids, three kids, can do A, B, and C, and I can't, I don't feel jealous about that. But Addison Ray is from, well, I mean, she's from Louisiana, so I don't know. But she went to school with my, my boyfriend's sister. And so she went to, you know, prob- a private school, but we probably grew up in similar financial settings. And... She's a lot prettier than me, but she had a semi-similar life to me in my mind. Therefore, I'm thinking, oh, why didn't I succeed at a young age? Like, what was I not doing that I should have been doing? It seems more plausible that I could have had that life and I could have the accessibility and the money and the not stress that she has. But then also, I don't know. I don't I literally don't know shit about Addison Ray. And so I've realized the women that I feel these things about are usually people that I really relate to. And then I get very annoyed or so we have some sort of similarity. And then I get really annoyed or jealous or whatever because they are doing something and acting a certain way. And I'm trying to act or be that way and I can't and I'm struggling with it. And so it's not that I hate women because I don't. I love, if anything, men annoy the crap out of me. Not all. Of course, not all. But I tell Thomas, I'm like, get the fuck away from me. I just need to hang out with women. Because I relate to women a lot. And I love it. I love girl talk. I love talking about periods. I love bitching about shit we have in common. You know? So I don't hate women at all. And I do feel stronger jealousy or whatever towards women, though. And it's just because I want to feel that confident. I want to be that beautiful. I want to be that confident. I want to be able to be assertive. Women who are aggressive, I'm like, how do you do that? I don't understand it. And I don't agree that aggression is the way to go. I think a lot of women are aggressive when all they need to be is assertive because they, we have not been taught skills and the, the country as a whole does not receive women the same way as they do men. So women feel like they have to be aggressive to get anything done. Totally understand that. I think we can be assertive. I think there's a balance there that a lot of us haven't hit. But it's really hard for me to be 
assertive or aggressive. I'm not a very aggressive person. Even when I've gotten mad and I'm like, hey, I'm fucking mad right now. Leave me the fuck alone. People don't really take it seriously because I'm not. That's not who I am very often. Um, Especially being a middle child. I think it's I was kind of a hothead as a kid. And so even more so, I wasn't taken very seriously, taken seriously in that way. And so there's plenty of women, these aggressive or assertive women that I I wish I could be more like that. And then so I feel uncomfortable with it because I don't know how to do that. And I'm I'm not always looking at what I have that they don't. I'm not always looking at what I what they might be struggling with that I have skills wise. And it's so easy to just be wanting what other people have. The grass is always greener, blah, 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 blah. But if I literally sit down and think about all the things that I have in my life that I like, even visually how I look and my attributes, I pretty much like who I am. So when I feel that little tinge of annoyance in my tummy, when I see a beautiful woman or a woman with something I want... I realize and acknowledge that it's just envy or something to do with me. It has nothing to do with them. And then I make sure not to be a bitch online about it. I'm not like, hmm, that is me. You fucking suck. Because you're beautiful and you don't deserve it. You're a whore. Yeah, no, I'm not going to fucking do that because I'm not a fucking psychopath. And I acknowledge that if I'm feeling some certain way about it, it's because of me. I control my feelings. My feelings are in me. Essen Ray doesn't give a fuck about me. She doesn't even know me. And honestly, me telling her that she only got famous because she's hot, she already probably feels that way. Like, she knows that. Models, people who are incredibly talented and beautiful, there's plenty of people who are like, oh, I I need to prove that I'm smart because everyone just thinks I got famous because I'm hot. Like, actors, models, singers, people feel that way all the time. They go, oh, I only got a chance because I was hot. I only got a chance because of my privileges. I only got a chance because of A B, B, A, B, and C. And hot girl privilege is a thing. Being white is a privilege. Hot girl is a privilege. There's so many layers to these privileges that do get us ahead in life that we don't even notice. And then we feel insecure like we're not good enough. Like there are ten, 10 billion more talented black women out there than me Yet I'm, I might be making more money or I might be A, B, and C because of how we are culturally. And that is true. Like, there's, there were, that, there was the whole TikTok scandal of the D'Amelio stealing dances from black teenage girls that actually know how to dance. I know that one D'Amelio girl, I know the one D'Amelio girl does know how to dance, but she was stealing dances and that's what every teenager was doing. They were all just doing each other's dances and blah, blah, blah. It wasn't supposed to be this whole thing. But now that she's making a shit ton of money off of it and she's making a bajillion dollars, people are like, what the fuck? If she had just been online forever and never gotten a following, no one would have, no one would have given a shit. I mean, maybe the, the teenager that originally posted it would be, be annoyed, but sometimes, I mean, I think TikTok people kind of do that all the time. They're just like repeating other people's shit. I know people get annoyed and I think people are tagging each other now or whatever, but obviously it's more damaging when somebody gets really rich off of it. And obviously the D'Amelios might not necessarily have any kind of talent. 
I watched the show, and honestly, they just seem really fucking depressed because they're getting bullied online. And one is good at dancing, but she's not even doing that anymore. So it's, it's, I don't know. These privileges need to be acknowledged, but the jealousy that we feel and the negativity we feel doesn't need to be, at least for me, I'm not saying communities of color and people who have genuinely been affected in a very damaging way, totally different conversation topic and we can dive into that i'm totally for talking more about that because that is that is insidious that is some shit that is not they shouldn't be biting the bullet for that 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 whole thing but me and my soul me feeling jealous or petty or whatever and commenting on some teenagers tiktok and being like "Eh, you're only famous because you're a, B, and C, that's, they know that. I don't need to do that. That's bitchy for no reason. If somebody was, if the D'Amelio stole a dance from somebody and they said, hey, I created this dance, you need to take it down or credit me for something, that's a different comment. That's a different kind of thing. And you know, you know who you are. You know if your your feelings are valid in that hey, this person actually wronged me and it's a problem versus, hey, I'm feeling wronged, but my facts, my feelings aren't facts. And that's where you need to know. And that's the reality is a lot of people's feelings aren't facts versus there are factual things that happened and people got away with it. And it's really damaging and insidious. And that is, again, a different topic. But the feelings that I have towards a lot of women, if I'm feeling petty or whatever, it's just because of my own enviousness. I don't know if that's a word, enviousness. And it's not because I hate them. And it's not because I'm a bitch. It's literally just because I feel more closely related to them. So I feel like I could have had that. I'm like, fuck, I could, that could be me. Even though that's not true. Even though, even with a, if I see a woman who it looks exactly like me, has the same exact body type or whatever, that, like, I'm not doing what that person's doing. I wasn't putting up videos on TikTok at the time that Addison Ray was. And I, I don't know why I'm comparing myself to these teenagers. I need somebody that's, like, our age. I don't know. I don't know anyone that's our, Tinks. I guess Tinks. Tinks on Instagram. She's better looking than me, 110%. But I was not TikToking. I didn't even have a TikTok when Tinks got famous. I didn't even look at TikTok during the pandemic because I was like, fuck no, it's going to be a problem. And I can acknowledge that I wasn't doing the same things these people were doing. And honestly, I'm not as talented or funny as many, many, many of these people that are doing well. And even people I know when I feel jealous or annoyed, I'm doing something they're not doing or I'm not doing something they are doing. The people traveling all over, the the women going to a different fucking country every other day this summer, I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? And then I'm like, okay, realistically, let me think about their life. Where do they work? Oh, they have health insurance at their job? Okay, I don't. Oh, they don't live with their boyfriends? Okay. Oh, they don't have two dogs? Okay. Okay. Like, we just, it's so easy to think we have similar lives as somebody, especially if they're our friends 
or women we work with, you think your lives are so similar, but you don't know the rest of their financial history. I have friends that I was I was the person who was spending more money and I was so confused. I was like, oh, they see, they act like they're so poor or they can't afford things and I'm so confused. I don't get it. Why? Like, what are they spending all their money on? And then I think about, oh, I, I didn't have a car note that I was paying. I didn't have parents that needed to be supported. I didn't have A, B, and C. And I don't really know what my friends are spending their money on or whatever. But it's so, so simple to act jealous and petty and mean and competitive with each other. But your lives are so different. All of our lives are so, 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 so different. And it's just, we shouldn't be petty bitches. And this goes for men, too. I just think men are caught up in their own shit more than other comparativeness. I mean, Thomas literally doesn't even think about people. I compare myself subconsciously, not even purposefully, because I believe comparison is the devil, but I subconsciously think I'm so shitty because of social media or whatever, and it's so toxic for me, and I shouldn't even be giving a shit about these people's lives. They live such different lives than me, and I like my life. I like my life, and I'm honestly a little bored with it because it's so stable right now and it's great it's good i'm doing what i like i'm not doing what i don't like i'm trying to save up to travel i'm happy with my dogs i'm happy with my boyfriend i like my life so why am i giving a shit what whitney cummings does every day because we have this this craving to constantly have more 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 need 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 I need to be like Chrissy Teigen and travel every fucking day. Oh, but then if you're Chrissy Treat, tre- Chrissy, I can't even talk. And then if you're Chrissy Teigen, oh, I have to give up alcohol because I had a drug problem or an alcohol problem or whatever. And then I have to cook every day and I don't like cooking. So I don't want to be Chrissy Teigen. You know, like it's so th- easy to think you want to be these people or you want to look like these people. But the reality is their lives are not your personality. Even somebody who's. I don't know, if you want to be a comedian and you're like, ooh, Jerry Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld's the best, he's so funny, blah, blah, blah. That's a bad... I should have used a different example. Taylor Tomlinson. I love Taylor Tomlinson. I think she's so funny. She's like a year older than me and she's traveling the world and she's making money and she's having a good time. But I'm like, could I do that? Could I just be alone and living my life like that? She talks about... She has a podcast all about being lonely in New York City. I live that life. I wasn't having fun with it. And she travels all the time. She's in in and out of places all the time. And I don't know. Maybe I would like that. Maybe I wouldn't. But she also has bipolar. And that sounds like a fucking bitch and a half to deal with. You know? So it's just like we all give and take everything that somebody has. We also have something. And it's so hard to see that until you take yourself out of your headspace in your moment. That's why I love traveling. Because traveling takes you out of it. And you're like, oh, shit. Like... I have so much and these people have even less than me and they're so much happier than me. So like, what is going on? What is wrong with me? It's all an inside job. Everything we're feeling towards other people is an inside job. Women don't hate each other. Women are just insecure because of what we put, what we as a society put on women. And now even with the whole, oh, being a boss babe and doing it all, like now women feel like they have to work and have kids and do it all. And that's fucking crazy. We can't put all this on women. And we shouldn't. Next podcast.
or a different podcast, I'm going to go into why being a woman sucks. <laughs> I mean, this whole, this whole podcast is kind of why being a woman sucks, but it's not that, it's not that being a woman sucks. It's, it's that the cultural expectations we have suck. And you can tell that women have more expectations because there are so many incredibly beautiful women, just physically speaking, there's so many hot women with ugly men. And so that expectation is so different. Just like Chris Rock's joke of how every black man in his neighborhood is the best at what he does, like Jay-Z or it's like all these incredible, he's like Kanye lives in my neighborhood and LeBron. And he's like, my neighbor is just an average white dentist. So it's just like that, like being a white man has the least amount of expectations for how you have to act. And I even see it, like the fact that white frat boys have somehow marketed the dad bod as being hot i'm like that's not hot it's because a bunch of fat frat dudes had kids and they can't get back in shape and they're struggling so they somehow marketed the idea that or in college they got fat from drinking a lot and now they have marketed it as a oh i'm hot because i have a dad bod it's a thing it's a look and I'm like, no, how did they, whoever, I'm not even mad because honestly, whoever created that marketing is a fucking genius. But also the fact that they got away with that. If a woman tried to do anything like that and being a white woman, I have it easier than any other woman. But if a, if a, if a woman of color was like, I'm fat and I love it. Like she has to fucking, she has to be Lizzo. She literally has to be an incredible singer, a flutist. Is that is, is flutist the name? I don't know. But she has to be incredible at flute. She has to be incredible to then say, oh, it's fine that I'm overweight. And I'm going to make a product for all the women out there who want to be cinched in. And I'm going to make Yeti shapewear. You know, like you have to be the fucking best to change that, that statement and to change the, the marketing or whatever the, the the guys who created the dad bag i'm sure they were just some fucking dudes who were like oh i'm getting a little fat oh it's just a dad bob ha <laughs> it's probably started at a college and then it spread and spread and spread and that is not how it is in other communities my boyfriend he's like oh i'm so fat right now i'm like yeah we both gained a little weight but he's still super hot he's tall he has muscles he is an incredible person in a lot of other ways. And he, like, he holds himself to such a high standard because of the expectations placed on black men versus white dudes. And women are the same way. Women get so much bullshit put on them. And, and then on top of it, we try to, like, be like, no, we want to work now. We want to freedom. We want to equity we want to be able to be treated seriously but instead of that we're like oh well now you just have to do both now you get double the work and you're like what like that's not what i want i want you to pick up slack if i'm heterosexual and i'm with a man i want to pick up i want you to do some shit at home and thankfully many of us have men that do that but some of us just are doing double we're doing i read some article that was all about how now that women and men are for the most part both working in households, most households, both are women and men are working. 
they the women still have like 30 percent more work because of the mental space that they afford to their living and their home stuff i can't remember what it was called but it was so good it was such a good article and i was like fuck i was like this shit backfired because now we're just doing more and that's not what we wanted we wanted to be treated equally we wanted to be respected equally we wanted expectations to be the same i have friends who are dating people and i'm just like what in the world do you see in this person this person is a trash hole they can't even order their own food and i'm i can admit as a white woman i don't do enough I'm like, mm, I'm really, Bill Burr made that joke that white women have been in the passenger seat and he's not wrong. Like I've been cruising for the most part and I appreciate the ease of life that I have. I also am the outlier because I think there's plenty of white women who do put a lot of pressure on themselves. I'm like, eh, I don't fucking care that much. And I get that just for my parents. Generally speaking, they are kind of like, meh, they're like, whatever very go with the flow, whatever type of people. So that is kind of, I'm the outlier in that circumstance. But there are plenty of women who are like, I gotta do it all. I gotta prove myself. I gotta blah, blah, blah. It's because of this stupid expectation. And I'm like, that, that just sucks. Like we, I'm just like, damn, like, I just want to like get some money have some kids and you know what i don't even want to have some kids i just want i want to have kids i don't want to have kids because i don't want to be ripped open and then the expectation they have to be the best mom in the world i'm like what about these dads bro there's so many dads in the world that just are there they're not doing anything like the whole there's i mean those sitcoms freaking according to jim and um the tim allen one and whatever else like there's so many sitcoms where the dads are just like i'm a fucking idiot i just bring home the bacon and i'm like and they're fat and gross and their wives are like skinny and hot and killing it and doing everything for the kids and then the wives come off as naggy and i'm just like what what why is everybody so critical and have such high expectations for everybody except white men? I don't understand. And I'm not shitting on white men. There's plenty of white men I love to death and they kill it and they work hard and they're badasses. But the expectations are not there and they don't feel the pressure to be a certain ways. So then they can focus on what they're doing because they're not worried about A, B, and C. If I didn't have to worry about putting on makeup anytime I went out into the world to a meeting or an interview an interview literally thomas just puts on a, a polo and a and whatever like a nice outfit and he goes to interviews and he'll be like oh why don't you stop in there and just like apply they have a sign that says like you know you want a part-time job and it says that they're hiring and i'm like i can't just walk in how i'm looking because i had i did that once i dropped off a resume once to this job where the my ex-boyfriend's mom knew them and I was I had worked out and I was near there and I was like oh I'll drop off my resume because it's I have it with me and so I went in and was like hey sorry just worked out but I wanted to give you my resume um like I loved I'd love to do a formal interview and of course this specific woman was kind of a huge twat and I worked for her and she was the worst but she said some shit to i found out through my boyfriend's mom they were like oh she came in and workout gear so we're not gonna call her back and then of course she pushed back and said oh no like she was probably just working out like you should 
if you you know invite her for a real interview she's gonna look professional and then i ended up trying really hard and wearing cute outfits because it was a boutique and trying to look a certain way and i got the after i got the job i did get the job they let me have it because it was a stupid job i didn't even get paid shit and i didn't even work with customers so it didn't matter i was like stocking and helping and cleaning i was just doing bullshit work and nobody even came in there it was so ridiculous but she was like she was just the worst manager she was so rude to other women she would talk so much shit and she couldn't even be professional. Like, she was like, oh, you need to stop wearing skirts because they're too short for what I want. She didn't even say that to me. She told one of the other employees to then tell me. And it wasn't like, oh, this lady was, like, a assistant manager or something. She was just talking shit, and so the woman decided to tell me. And I was like, this is the petty bullshit that I, that women have to deal with that is absurd and I'm a white woman, so I couldn't even imagine. If I wasn't, I'd fucking murder everybody. <sighs> Dude, I'm hyped up. It's only a Wednesday, and I'm just, like, on a 10. I'm on a 10, and I also am tired. I'm very annoyed, because now I'm just thinking about how I'm a shit person, and I'm mean to women, and then how other people are mean to women, and we have so many expectations. And being a woman is just fucking hard. And then we got to get cramps and bleed and figure out birth control. <sighs> it's a lot. It is a lot. My birth control is fucking my life up right now. Because I have the copper IUD and it makes my body want to deteriorate during my period. Truly, I've never been in so much pain in my life. And... I keep being like, oh, next period it'll get better. It's going to get better. It's fine. And sometimes it's okay. But most of the time, there's a day that I almost can't leave bed. And that's not how it was before this copper IUD. So I'm like, maybe I should switch. But then you have to figure out the hormone stuff. I got off the pill because the pill is fucks with my hormones and it makes me depressed. And then I'm a crabby bitch. And then no one wants to be around me. And I'm an amoeba. So it's just like simple shit like this that I'm like, Ugh. it's just petty bullshit that I have to deal with all the time. Petty is not the right word, but like stupid bullshit that I just have to think about more. And dude, I just think if I was a boy, if I were a boy, dude, if I was, if I were a boy, I would, I probably would have been a punk rock singer because I would have given no fucks. You don't even need to be a good singer if you're a punk rock singer. You're just, like, fucking around. And then you get better. And then you randomly, like, run into Brandon Urie, and he's incredible. But in his early days, he didn't even sing. He just kind of talk sung. Haven't you people ever heard of? It's crazy, honestly. Crazy. Because his voice is incredible. And nobody, he didn't even use it in that way. He didn't use his octave range or whatever. I don't even know what it's called. He didn't use the full range of his talent. But I think that could have been me. I could have been a punk rock singer. I love to punk out. That would have been the dream, honestly. And I probably would have done it because I would have had a lot of confidence being a young boy. Because I'm already relatively confident. I think I could have done it, but, you know, 
We're not going to think about that. We're not going to think about the what-ifs of life. Maybe in another life I will be. Some shitty punk rock singer. Okay, I'm, not, I'm probably not going to post any of this because I sound absurd and I'm falling asleep and I'm so tired. And honestly, no one wants to hear me bitching for an hour. Maybe they do, but this is what I do. I just think it's fucking crazy. Like, honest to God, being a woman fucking blows. Being a white woman is even easier than being a woman of color, and I still think it fucking blows. So that means, that says a lot. That says a lot. But honestly, maybe I just was a spoiled little brat, and that's why I think it's all bullshit. But I just, I'm just like, shit shouldn't be this hard. Like, I shouldn't have to push this hard. I shouldn't have to say no multiple times. Like, truly just back the fuck off and let me be let me live my goddamn life i'm starting to be like i don't want to work with anybody ever i definitely don't want to work with men because i'm not trying to repeat myself a thousand times or say no a thousand times the times that i have worked with men i've had to say no i've had to be they just don't listen to me so i'm like why would i why would i do this huh why would i do this my last job the smartest person in the room at all times was a surgeon. She was a black woman and she was incredibly thoughtful and smart and would have been an incredible leader. And she was the assistant director, associate director, associate program director. And the education director and the program director would just bitch at each other in every meeting. And they're both incredibly nice people. I love them both. They're great, funny people. But we would waste so much time and things would have been so much more productive if the person in the room who was incredibly intelligent and a good leader, if she got any kind of chance to do anything. And I'm not saying I was smart, but I never fucking talked either. And I do think I had some ideas that could have helped. But because of the controlling attitudes of the people my team i you know i didn't do shit and the associate program program director moved on she went to a different job because she was she had better things to do and she had more capabilities that weren't being used so she was like fuck it i'll go do something else it's crazy even when the even when these people get leadership positions they're just doubted and it it drives me fucking insane I'm like, Barack Obama became the president, and people were like, but he might not even be a citizen. I'm like, you, I'm just like, you idiots. He did everything in his fucking power to prove that he could do this job. He even got elected. He is the president, and you're still fucking doubting him. And what did Donald Trump do? He was just rich. He literally was just some rich guy that said crazy shit. I don't understand. Honestly, if I was a black person, I'd be like, fuck all y'all. I would be like, fuck you. This is honestly why people of color don't hang out with white people. All these white liberal people I know are like, oh, well, I try to be friends with everybody, but they don't want to hang out with me. I'm like, yeah, fuck no, they don't want to hang out with you. I'm like, I wouldn't want to hang out with us either if I lived a different kind of life because it would be fucking annoying to have to explain yourself all the time or... Like, honestly, Thomas explains shit to me, and he's probably like, you're a fucking idiot. It only works out because I am a woman, so I have, like, we each have, like, a thing that we're privileged in, aka him being a man and me being white. And obviously, it's not the same comparatively at all. Obviously, it's not the same at all. You can't compare. 
but I think both of us are good about being like, oh, like I'm, I've been in a position where I've been negated or whatever. So then I could be more, I can be patient with this person who's learning things. And obviously he has more patience than me when it comes to me. But I don't know. I just, yeah, I'd be like, fuck no. I'm not going to hang out with you. I'm not going to teach you during the whole BLM movements that summer, 2019. Everybody was like, or 2020, I guess. Yeah, 2020. Everyone was like, I'm not, it's not my fucking job to teach you how to be socially aware and not be a racist, how to be anti-racist. That's not my job. And I get it. I'm like, fuck no. I'd be so, if I had my same exact person, personality, and I was a person of color, I would be like, fuck no, fuck all y'all. Like, I don't want to, I'm not, I don't want to teach you. I got shit to do. I have just as much shit that you do, except I have to deal with racism on top of it. So I'm not fucking teaching you guys bullshit. You should Google that shit, read some books, learn, and then step the fuck up. I wouldn't have any fucking white friends. I'd be like, fuck y'all. I'm gonna live in my little haven away from all you bitches. Fuck y'all. Get out of here. Everyone's like, "Mm, be nice to me. I'm trying to learn. And it's true. I am trying to learn. And I learn better when I have discussions with people. And thankfully, I've had people in my life who are, who like me enough to be like, listen to this. And they let me argue with them about shit. So. And they're very kind people and they deserve a better friend. (laughs) But. I don't know. Not everyone can have that. Google's your best friend. Use it. Analyze it. Make sure everything you're reading isn't just bullshit. We've gotten way on a tangent, so I'm going to end this. I love you. I hope you have a great day. And peace out, Girl Scout. <laughs>